You're listening to the Next Generation Gym Owners People and Profits Podcast, where we focus on taking your passion and turning it into your profits. Join us for interviews with business experts, industry influencers, and more. Let's get to it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Next Generation People and Profits podcast. I'm your host, Dan Cotton. And today, before we get into the episode, as usual, please make sure you are subscribed to this podcast. You uh, are sharing it with anyone who may benefit from it. And if you love this podcast and get something great out of it every week, make sure you leave us a five-star review. That helps us appear for more people and gets in front of more owners who can benefit from all the great information in this podcast. All right, so today's episode, we are talking about why your front desk employee should be your best employee. They should be your rock star, and uh, they should be one of your highest priorities to make sure they have everything they need to be set up for success. And there are really three key topics to this, and the first one is sales, the second is billing, and the third is retention. And I started thinking about this because a question was recently asked. I've seen a couple of Academy members recently hire front desk people, and they're really excited about it, which they should be. It's super awesome to have that happening for them. Uh, and we've also had conversations of people who are trying to hire someone from the front desk and are curious how much they should pay and what should be the considerations. And it's a very frequent question, which I'll talk about uh, more later. So it's talked about a lot and owners know they need it uh, and they know they even want it, but it's actually something that a lot of gym owners tend to be very resistant to getting started uh, because they don't actually give a front desk employee the credit for what role it should be playing and is playing in every thriving business. And I was reflecting as I was seeing some comments about this the other day on kind of my personal journey with front desk employees. And I think I had a very, uh, what would be considered traditional approach to it. Um, even though probably six, seven years ago, at least maybe more, I, I kind of had this feeling I was watching the office actually, and the office is all about selling paper. And I was like, man, why don't we have salespeople. Like that's what we're doing. We're selling people to come cheer at our gym. Like why don't we have people who are actually specialized and experienced in sales selling our product? And I never really acted on it uh, at that point in time. And we had a front desk at our gym and that front desk was uh, just right in front of the door. Uh, when you walked in, it, it kind of hit you in the face. It made the lobby ex experience not as ideal as it could have been. Because uh, it made things a little bit shallow. And when people were at the front desk, there was no way to get past them uh, if you were just coming in to pick up your athlete. And it wasn't the best in the world. And we survived like that for, I think, eight years or so. Uh, we had it in that manner. And uh, we started out, we, we put the front desk in, but we didn't really have anyone regularly working it. There was like, there would be an employee there a couple nights a week. Uh, one of the owners would be there to answer some questions at certain times, but it was very rarely staffed, um, regularly. And then we did the standard, oh, we'll hire a parent to work at the front desk. Uh, and we had a number of different parents over the years that kind of did that position, but it never really got executed very well. 
Uh, we did have one kind of parent that we actually hired as an employee and they did a better job uh, in terms of some of the things at the front desk, but then they did a really horrible job at some other things. And that is a story for another day, um, but it is a, a pretty significant one. They ended up uh, not doing us very well. Uh, so we went south on that one. And then because we had that bad experience, we kind of pulled back and we're like, we're not going to. We're not going to have this right now. We're just going to figure some things out. And uh, really what we needed to do is just pull back on the lack of supervision. We had this person under with certain roles that they had. Uh, but we, in the past couple of years, we got really motivated. I think it was about four years ago, we really started having someone dedicated to being a front of house manager. Uh, and their primary role was being at the front desk if a staff member wasn't there and systemizing the front desk. Uh, and so we were developing those programs and then we eventually moved our front desk and we cut out a hole in a wall and it made it look really beautiful. And so they kind of have a front desk room, um, that a reception room basically, and it freed up a bunch of lobby space and made our lobby look more inviting and just a whole bunch of really awesome adjustments, uh, which brings us to now where we have three total people who work uh, our front of house, front desk and front house um, like management team. And uh, they are absolutely pivotal to our business's success. And that is because number one, they are a sales multiplier. Uh, your front desk should be selling. So every month I get a report from my front desk manager of what were my front desk sales by category. So I know how much I sold in concessions, how much I sold in pro shop core gear is what we call it, which is kind of our gear we always have on stock. Um, how much did they sell in uh, trial memberships? How many people did they convert to uh, annual memberships? You know, what all did they sell? How many people did they upsell to a clinic or convert to a higher package uh, of our recreational program. So all of those things, they're, they're reporting that to me and they're booking birthday parties. They are tracking trials and converting our trials to members. They're doing so much within our business to help ensure our business is running effectively that uh, you really can't shortchange how valuable having a front desk person is in terms of sales. So since sales is so important, what should we be doing to make sure our front desk can execute those sales? Well, number one, we need to have all of the systems in place so they know how to sell, they know how to upgrade, they know how to convert people. One of the best things we did is we got a square uh, POS system. And although we have our class management system, most of you have Jackrabbit or iClass, uh, we actually use Amelia um, and we have our class management system, unless it is a, a membership, uh, we are going to be processing the majority of those things through Square. So when people are selling pro shop apparel, we process it through Square. Uh, when they're purchasing snacks and food, all through Square. And it is just easier for us. It's a much better inventory control system. It tracks really well. Uh, and it's super comfortable interface for our clients. They're used to it rather than an employee having to take a card and potentially input it by hand into their into the computer. Um, we have a front desk computer. We have a front desk computer that has all the systems. We have a cash box. We have 
all of those things in place so they're capable of making sales. And then on top of that, for being trained in sales and being able to actually make the sale, we have trained them in sales. They understand our product, they understand how to sell it, and they even have scripts to follow that they're initially trained in of verbiage to use that is the most likely to convert people. And then we continue to ongoingly train them in how to overcome resistance, how to continue selling, how to continue making that relationship with a prospective client so they then want to join and make a purchase. We also train them in how to upsell so they know each month what clinics we have going on, uh, what specialty offers we have going on that we want them pushing and upselling. So when parents are at the front desk and they're asking or they're looking at all of the stuff we have posted around the gym of a birthday party or a stunt clinic coming up or things like that, they know how to get registered. And this has been a huge force multiplier for us when it comes to sales. On average, our front desk does around four dollars to $5,000 in sales a month. Well, what would four dollars to $5,000 of sales mean to you and your business? That were, These are ancillary sales. This is on top of everything else we are making. Our front desk is making these sales and we're not having to manage them. They are paying for themselves and then some just in those side sales that we have going on. And we haven't even started selling cookies yet. And cookies are a great sale to um, increase revenue. We have a number of ways we can actually increase that revenue and that sales um, from a, a concessions standpoint. And that's actually somewhere we're trying to expand uh, because we just we have the space, we have the opportunity. We just have to make sure we have everything licensed correctly. And boom, we can start selling smoothies and cookies and all of these things that are cooked uh, on site or made on site uh, sandwiches that are heated up in a sandwich oven, like a Starbucks style. Like there's all sorts of things that start to expand your horizons and your ability to make more revenue and keep the money that your clients are already spending other places funneling through your program. Number two is billing. And this is a really critical piece for a front desk. And one of the instantaneous improvements they can add to any singular business and that is ensuring that each client attending class or practice or whatever it is is going on, they're making sure that they are current. They are checking them in, they're checking their account, they're making sure their membership is paid for the month or the tuition is paid for the month or whatever is that needs to be paid for, they're making sure it's paid for. And if not, they're the gatekeeper. Then they call the parents, they say, hey, your card didn't run, we need to get this uh, situated so your athlete can participate tonight. And it completely takes the coaches out of that equation because the coaches are the worst people to do this because they see it from the perspective of, well, if I sit them down because they haven't paid, then I don't get to practice that athlete and I need them to practice because I've got to do pyramid tonight because we compete in three weeks, right? And you have all of those different factors that a coach has that a front desk person just doesn't have that same emotional connection. Now, while they care about the kids and they want the kids to be able to practice and be able to attend classes and do those things, they also just know this is my job to make sure that people are paying their bill. It also helps to have someone there who's taking the attendance as people come in and making sure the attendance is correct, cross-referencing that with who is registered in your classes. Now, we have the ability for athletes to scan in, so they just scan and that checks them into their classes, um, which is a really smooth way to take attendance. 
Uh, but it also allows us to get those alerts of like, hey, this athlete is here, but they're not in this class that they're saying they're here for. And then we can make those corrections. And our front desk is managing all of that. So they're going to instantaneously improve your accounts receivable because your outstanding balances are going to decrease if they are empowered to be following up on those things and empowered to be making those calls, making those updates and making those charges. And that is probably the easiest thing to train people on initially is, hey, this is how you ensure that the athlete is current. And if they're not current, this is what I want you to do. Tell the athlete they need to sit down uh, until you get in touch with their parents or they can even call your their parents from their phone. That's one of the best techniques. Hey, will you give your mom a call and let me chat with them? Because they'll ignore your phone call from the gym, but they don't ignore their kiddo's phone call. So it allows you to say, hey, this is Dan with uh, ODT. I'm here with Sarah and just wanted to touch base with you. Uh, doesn't look like they've paid. We have our tuition for this month and we need to get that paid or else she can't practice today. Do you have a car? What car would you like me to run for that? The one on file maybe just expired or something and we just need to get that corrected. And then bam, wham, bam, they take care of it. Then you'll get the parents that are like, oh, I'm coming in to pay tomorrow. Well, we need to get taking it taken care of today or else she can't practice today. Um, so you can do card, you can do cash, um, that you can bring in, but we need to make sure that this is actually addressed today. Cause it's been 15 days and we sent some emails, blah, 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 blah. And you're going to instantly start to get more accounts receivable. And those people who get two months past due, and even if you're really diligent about it, those people who get two months past due half the time get two and three and four months past due because you're just too busy to be running the reports. You're overwhelmed with all the things that you're doing. You're coaching every single class. You're not getting into Jackrabbit, iClass, Amelia, and running the reports and seeing who's behind and seeing where everyone is at, and you're missing things. And so by having someone else who is helping you do that, you're going to increase your productivity and your receivables coming in. And then lastly is retention. Having someone at the front desk improves the client experience. It's someone that is making sure athletes are checked in. It's someone who can answer questions. It's a professionalism thing. It's someone who can interact with parents and they can help through the process. And it will aid in retention over the long term of your clients, especially your recreational clients who have less of a connection with their coaches, who are more likely to have a connection with people at the front desk than your all-star kids who are just coming in and scanning or your gymnastics teams kids who are just coming in and hi so-and-so and and then they walk into practice Um, these people are really going to be a key factor in retention and they're also your pulse on the lobby and what is being talked about and what are the questions that are being asked and where are people potentially frustrated from staff to parents they can be your kind of inside person to give that info and say, hey, you know, there were a bunch of parents talking the other day saying they didn't have any information about X, Y, and Z. They were pretty frustrated that maybe something you want to get ahead of and put some information out on because they're, they're feeling it, right? So there's a bunch of things that you can do to aid in retention, utilizing your front desk. And all of these things, sales, billing, and retention directly relate back to overall revenue, overall business success, right? We want to keep our clients in our business longer because then they're paying us longer. We have a longer length of engagement and they are 
helping grow our business over time rather than getting a client for one month and then losing them. So this question on front desk, as I mentioned, is one of the more frequently asked questions in our academy. How much do you pay them? What should they be in charge of doing? Can't I just have a mom do it? And it's a long list of questions. And it's actually something we help our academy members with. Um, we kind of guide them through and give them options. Is it completely wrong to have a mom be your front desk person? No, it's absolutely not. But that mom should be an employee. She should be trained. She should be held to the same standard as every other employee. It should not be someone who you're just like, oh yeah, yeah, come work the front desk. One of my best front desk people right now is a mom in my program. She grew up, her athlete grew up in my program. Her daughter now coaches for us. Uh, she's one of, she actually works my kitchen during the summer. She does all the cooking at camp and she's working our front desk and she is phenomenal. Um, she does a great job. She connects with people. She can have conversations. Uh, she's a good salesperson and she does a great job. And she's also not like so engaged with cheer that she has any issue sitting people out or telling them they can't participate. Um, and she just does great because she's been trained. So having a mom do it isn't the wrong answer, but just saying, yeah, go ahead and work the front desk. Hey, here's how you check people in. That's it. And not training them and not having expectations and not making them an employee where they track hours, I believe is an error. What do they do? Well, it varies, but we want them to have aspects of sales, billing, and retention. That should be across the board. That should be one of the things that they're factoring. What do you pay them? Well, what they're worth. This is another reason people find a hard time getting front desk employees because they don't make it a real job. It's kind of like, well, I want you to work a couple nights a week for a couple hours and I'm going to pay you $10 an hour. Well, look at that and go, okay, if this was me, would I take this job to make an extra $150 a month that then after taxes, I'm really getting a hundred? I don't think so. I wouldn't do that. It would just be too much effort. You could better use your time watching Netflix or, um, taking cans back to the grocery store. So think about those different factors as you are assessing this. And this is really something that we can help you with. If you are in our academy or you want to join our academy, it's something we can definitely help you with. So your front desk is your lifeline to the revenue side of your business needs, as I mentioned before. And the number one factor in you not being completely overwhelmed all the time. So not only do they increase your revenue, but they also increase the amount of time that you're available to not be doing those tasks, which really aren't owner level tasks. They shouldn't take you to accomplish them. So you absolutely must get someone working your front of house, front desk, sales associate, whatever you want to call them, but someone doing that job in your business. So if you already have a front desk, as you leave this podcast, if you already have a front desk person in place, I want you to ask yourself how you can better utilize and or train them. Are they trained in sales? Uh, do they know how to sell every single program in your uh, program? Sales is a skill. Are you scripting things out? Are you uh, doing role play where they learn to overcome opposition? It's not always about the product, which I think a lot of times in cheer we forget is we think, well, we're really great coaches. We offer really great classes. So people want to participate, but it's not always about that. So it's not always about the product. How are you training them? How are you utilizing them? And if they are really well-trained, 
what can you what else can you sell to increase revenue can you get a uh, cookie oven and start selling cookies can you sell waters can you sell cup of noodles can you sell mac and cheese right these aren't huge profit margins but they're an extra little bit of change every single month and they do make a difference if you don't have a front desk person or a front desk program, then number one, I want you to start out writing all the things one could do for you. So having one, how could that change your business? What could you give to them to do or what could they do that maybe you're not already even doing? And then two, start creating those systems now so when you decide to join the academy or when you decide to actually pull the trigger and hire someone at the front desk, you have those systems ready to go and you're ready to start training someone and having them treat it like a real job that they're really trying to deliver well on. All right, everyone, thank you for joining us for this episode. I appreciate all of the listenership. Please share this. We are trying to get uh, our downloads up dramatically by the end of October. I have a goal, I have a bet with my team, so help me out and share these episodes. Um, If you haven't gone back and listened to the Lieutenant Colonel Riddle episode, uh, he did offer a free download of his uh, ebook. Uh, I don't believe all of them have been claimed, so make sure you take advantage of that. And if you're looking for another great podcast about cheerleading, check out the Let's Talk Cheer podcast with Jason Larkins. A lot of great content on that. He interviews some really interesting people in the cheer world and just talks cheerleading and how they do choreography and how they coach their teams and just all those different uh, really cool things that will help you understand some nuance about cheer. With that, have a wonderful weekend and we will catch you on the next episode. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Next Generation Gym Owners People and Profits Podcast. If you would like to be featured on our podcast, click the link in our description to apply. If you're interested in joining NextGen, visit our website at www.nextgenowners.com. And lastly, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast to make sure you don't miss any future episodes. Thanks for listening.